Welcome to the Fantasy Throwdown Podcast, bringing you the latest updates from the world of sports, gambling, and pop culture. Because you can't have a show without hot takes or a Tiger King meme these days. Know what I'm saying? Now, with over 200 episodes and ready to get after it again, here's your host, Dwayne Callender. All right, folks, it is Sunday night. We've got the afternoon games winding down. We've got upsets happening. We had Washington come back to beat the Raiders in a lackluster game. We've got Seattle leading San Francisco. We've got the Steelers, who just scored a touchdown, to go up by a touchdown with two minutes to go against the Ravens. And, you know, I'm watching these games, Kelly. I'm bringing you on here because you're watching with me. I'm just going to say, like, this is some of the most brain-dead football you're going to see. And I don't know if it's the time of year where we're now entering December and guys are just mentally losing focus, but we're just seeing mental errors left and right from not only players, but coaches, because the Ravens basically allowed the Steelers to run down the clock with an eight plus minute drive, uh, by and large, so that they barely got any time left on the clock. Like this Steelers drive took, it, it felt like it dragged on forever and took up pretty much most of the fourth quarter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you're on, Kelly. <laughs> no, I, 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 I yeah, this, this thing. Yeah, no. I was saying this last Steelers drive here. It took up basically most of the fourth quarter because if you're looking, if you're looking at the drive, that dr- that drive, uh, it took up uh, a good five plus minutes of the clock, and in real time, that drive oh, yeah. took over ten minutes. Well, I look. I don't understand. I, I, I haven't understand what it is Baltimore was trying to do in this entire second half. I, I, I'm telling you, I, I have no idea how come Pittsburgh is still in this game. Because the Steelers have scored 17 points in this fourth quarter, and I'll be honest with you, all the Steelers have done is run four-yard pass plays because Ben can't throw the ball down the field, so they keep running pick plays, and Baltimore keeps getting suckered in with pick plays. It, it literally it's just pick plays because Pittsburgh knows that Ben can't throw any passes over 10 yards. And so they keep doing the short yardage pass plays and Baltimore keeps getting caught with it every single time. Yeah. It, 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 it's telling us. And now the Steelers have helped out Baltimore by kicking the ball out of the ball. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, the biggest beneficiary to all of this are the Browns because the Browns should have been be- dead and buried uh, by the Bengals. Uh, uh, the the Bengals obviously got hammered today, but the Bengals should have pulled away for, in this division today if they took care of business. Baltimore should have pulled away in this division if they took care of business. The Browns are just hanging around there with Baker Mayfield and his bum shoulder sitting at home 
when Baker should have been on IR, not uh, taking the, uh, his team's chances of actually making the playoffs. Because you you got you got Ben with like basically not one but like one and a half feet in the grave, uh, like l- literally on uh, clinging because uh, you know Pittsburgh just doesn't have anyone else that knows the offense as well as Ben to execute just the most rudimentary of plays at this point. I, I mean the, the crazy the crazy part about this is again Ben isn't even the worst quarterback in the division. And Ben can't throw over 10 yards right now. <laughs> yeah, Ben, 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 like I tell you, Ben, you know, the, the, the best song by the for the day is it says, Ben has been trying to let the, the Pittsburgh organization know that he's done. And I'm like, <laughs> you kidding me, right? <laughs> you know, I mean, Ben's been done. Before preseason even started, you know, it's it's it's. I I'm telling you, Mike Tomlin has to be the greatest coach they ever had because for Pittsburgh to be where they are, okay, with no quarterback. Because I'm telling you, Mason Rudolph cannot play quarterback in this league. He is terrible. I don't know what they saw when they drafted him. But he is terrible. Well, oh, I know what they saw. They saw that he had a big arm, and he could throw down the field. The problem is he has absolutely zero situational awareness or pocket presence. Yeah. I mean, I know what they saw in Mason Rudolph. It's just that he can't read NFL defenses to save his life and no pocket awareness. Yeah. I mean, he... Look. He had winnable games when he was playing when Ben was out. And he couldn't win any of them. Like right now, Pittsburgh is playing this prevent defense, and it's the one way you could get Lamar back in this game because if you give Lamar windows to throw into, he can hit those throws. It's when you give him less space. He's not going to be able to make some of these throws. Like, I don't know why Pittsburgh's playing prevent. Well, it's, it's because they want, it, want to lose. It's preventing from losing. I mean, Bill Parsons, Bill Parsons, oh my God, you can't, you can't get beat there. You know? Because you can play bracket coverage, but you can't just completely back off and give Lamar the middle of the field to throw yeah. into. It, it, it's just too, that's just too easy for him. I'm, 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 you know, some of these teams play prevent defense, and I have no idea. You know, you giving up first downs. I hope you realize when you give up a first down, this guy's got three. He's got three more tries, four, because in that situation, it's four down territory. So I don't understand why you're giving up all those yards on first down. You know, yeah, I know you don't want him to throw a pass over your head, but Jesus, you know, I mean, it's like 15 seconds and and and, and, and next thing you know, they had your 10 yard line. I mean, come on. You know, it's crazy the, 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 the way how they play, they always play that. 
Yeah, but it, you know. I, oh my God! You can't. You've got to tackle. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you, Baltimore scoring a touchdown here. I, I can already see. I can already see this happening. Baltimore is going to score a touchdown here, and I touchdown. You know, you know what's going to happen. You know, Harbaugh's going to try to go for two here, and 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 try and try and try to see if he can he can trick uh, Tomlin, because this is a Harbaugh. This would be such a Harbaugh move to go for two here. Oh uh, yeah, he is trying to go for two here. Okay, it, look, it looks like uh, the Steelers is calling timeout, but. Uh, I, I, I do. I never understand these. What? What is this about the two team for the day that people prevent and and, and have a one anything? You know. Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! He dropped it. It wasn't a good throw, but he dropped it. Wow. Wow. It now it's not a drop. It's a it, it's it's the throw just is just too far. It, like Lamar has to put just a little bit more air under that, but at the same time. Uh yeah, I you execute the play. You're a genius. You don't execute it. You get questioned. Out. I I'm not a fan of the two for the win approach. To be perfectly honest, but Lamar missed the throw there. Normally, when they, they tip it like that, it goes up in the air and you run back under it. This one goes forward. Yeah, it, it's just he put a he put too he put, much. He put, a little, he put a little too much on it. Yeah, he needed more touch on the pass. And the thing is, it's one of those where if you put too much on it, it's it's not going to work. Like if you put too much on it, the defender can break up that play. So you have to have something on it. It's just, you know, it didn't work out. But anyway, now, now that we know uh, Pittsburgh's won this game, somehow, I, I still can't believe Pittsburgh won this game. Unbelievable. Um, Yeah, let's talk Sunday Night Football because we got the Broncos and the Chiefs. Uh, I know you've been down on the Chiefs more than I have, but do, do you think there's any chance the Broncos actually stay competitive in this game? Look, the only thing with the Broncos is that their defense is actually, since Vaughn Miller has left, but though that defense has been playing better. You know, uh, so I 
think they can hang because I still, I still don't believe in the Chiefs yet because the defense has been doing better of late, but I don't, I still don't trust, I still don't trust that defense. You know, I, you know, so I, I, I think that the defense is an accident waiting to happen. Yeah, I mean, I I get it, but at the same time, I don't. I'm very much cautious about giving any credence to this Denver team because I've seen this Denver team just mail in performances left and right this season. So I don't know which Denver team we're gonna get tonight in prime time because this game could either play really close where Denver has a chance to win throughout the game or is leading for most of the game, or this could just turn into a boat race where KC is up on them by two scores by halftime, and then we kind of just play out the second half, uh, you know, just just uh, just for the hell of it. Because I don't see Denver, if they don't get off to a good start, I don't see Denver rallying to be competitive in this game. That that's my take on it. Yeah, I, like I like I said, I I I know the Chiefs has been playing much better, you know. But um, I still don't. Um, I I I am really nervous every time they come out with that defense. That was literally wow. That was your fourth down call? That was the fourth down call? Man, like the the 49ers, I mean. Let me tell you something. That 49ers team right now depends on Debo so much that when he's not there, when, when Debo is not there, that team it's, you know, they're beatable. Well, 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 that was the thing when we when we went through picks earlier uh, in the week, we thought Debo was going to be playing in this one. When the news came out, Debo wasn't playing. I thought, okay, they should still be able to take care of business because they should be able to run the ball on that Seattle defense and wear them out uh, down the line. This game, I mean, I I, I don't. I don't know what San Francisco's game plan is because they Jimmy G is throwing the ball too much. I don't understand why San Francisco, even with the rushing attack that they do, Jimmy G should I know I and I know people are gonna say Elijah Mitchell only had three yards to carry. He had twenty two carries in this game. Yes. But the problem is, Jimmy G cannot be throwing the ball 30-plus times a game. He can't. Kittle Kittle put up a yardage. But, like, the problem is, is that when you're throwing the ball as much, if you don't have a number one wide receiver, you're wasting your time trying to spread out the field because Kittle had nine catches. Ayuk was the next highest receiver with three catches. And, like, no one is getting separation on this team. Like, for uh, if you are setting up your offense this way, 
You need to be calling screens. You need to be calling running back screens, wide receiver screens. Somebody's got to be getting the ball in space with blockers out in front. If you can't get separation, you got to be calling more screenplays. I, I don't care about like uh, if you're gonna run the if you're not gonna run the ball, your passing game has to be uh, turned into a more of a running based passing scheme and call screenplays. But like San Francisco trying to chuck the ball down the field is not a winning strategy ever. You know, one of the problems I always have with Shanahan is that when Shanahan has a game plan and he starts and he gets it working, it's great. But when the other team counterpunches, he doesn't. He doesn't have an answer. It's been going on since that Super Bowl that they lost, where he was. You know, New England couldn't stop him at all. And then as soon as New England started, you know, doing stuff, he 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 could, he could change nothing. He, he, he had no answer for it. Yeah. Lost that big lead. Yeah. Anyway, Kelly, I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to do the DFS portion with the Bills, but uh, just a quick take. Uh, you've got the Chiefs winning, but uh, the spreads the spread is at ten points at this point for this one. Uh, you 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 definitely are taking the Broncos side in terms of the spread, right? Yeah, yeah. Because I like I tell you, I have a real problem. Back in that, that, that Chiefs defense that they're not going to be giving up points. Yeah. You know? I, I, I hear you. I hear you, Kelly. Yeah. So, I, 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 I can't see 10 points, uh, you know, unless they start and, and Denver gets shut down. But, you know, I mean, Bridgewater doesn't turn the ball over a lot. And also, I, I, I don't see 10 points. Yeah. All right, Kelly. Well, I, I, I'll let you go, but uh, we'll, we'll we'll catch you up during the game. Okay. All right. All right. Yep. Take it easy. So, getting into uh, the the build for uh, the showdown tonight, I I, I kind of see my dad's point because I talked about it earlier, where I wanted to be on Javante Williams. Just with the potential of this game staying way closer than people are giving it credit for tonight, I think it's it's very much uh, the truth that you know if we look at this, the build the build kind of screams uh, a case where Javante is close enough to give the Chiefs trouble, and. By playing him, you can get you can get this a little bit closer in terms of um in in, ter- in terms of uh, somebody's build. So I'm looking at this from the standpoint of most people are going to p- try to play Mahomes or Tyreek or Kelsey. I think if you play Javante, you can fit in every Chiefs player, Mahomes, Hill, and Kelsey. And still, if you throw in uh, a Darrell Williams or Byron Pringle, you can put it. You can plug in another uh, another uh, player in this game, and 
that that is going to get you different. I'm I'm just saying this game should be a lot closer than people are giving it credit for. And, you know, I just don't I don't see this being the whitewash that people are are expecting it to be. I, I'm I'm just I'm just maybe maybe I'm being too naive about uh how good the uh, uh Javante Williams is, but I just look at this as a case where if you uh, play Broncos defense and, you know, maybe there's a turnover somewhere, you never know. Like, someone fumbles. Like, there, there's just opportunities that something goofy can happen and you're playing, uh, you, you're playing a cheap piece. By having Javante in there, I, I just think it gives you the opportunity and you're still getting the... 85% of the Chiefs offense because it's still just going through Kelsey and Hill and Mahomes. And you just don't have to worry about uh, forcing in the other pieces. Like, I'm not playing Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. I'm just not doing it. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, you can play the Broncos passing game, but who's more likely to get there? The Chiefs receiving pieces? Or the Broncos receiving pieces with Teddy Bridgewater. It's possible Teddy has a good game to passing, but I think a lot of it still depends on Javante Williams being productive in the run game. So I'm I'm playing Javante Williams uh, from the build perspective. I think uh, a Cortland Sutton or Jerry Judy, uh, they're 6,800, 7,200 res- uh, respectively. You could throw them in there. You don't necessarily need to play Teddy Bridgewater in the build tonight if you're playing Javante Williams too. So I, I think you can fit in the Chiefs. You don't have to fit in Hill and Kelsey, but I'm saying if you're playing Javante Captain, you can fit in Mahomes, Hill, and Kelsey all together and do it that way. But you don't have to. You can pick and choose your battles because Hill and Kelsey don't always get there uh, together. So if you play them separately, then yeah, you can fit in a Jerry Judy or Cortland Sutton uh, and do it that way. And then fit in uh, uh, some other pieces. So I think there are plenty of ways to go. I just think to get different, having a Broncos player and a captain, like, and Javante is would be my pick on the Broncos side. I think that's kind of the way to go, in my opinion, of how to do the build. So you know, uh, we'll see how the game goes. But I'm I'm very much curious on this one because I can absolutely see a case where. You know, we play the skilled position players of the Broncos. You play Mahomes and a receiver with Darrell Williams. That build could be different enough to to get you in a really good spot in a GPP format. I'm just saying it's something worth uh, considering. So uh, I'm going to get out of here. Uh, because uh, we got to get this uploaded uh, shortly. So um, that's all for now, folks. But uh, good luck tonight, and until next time. Thanks for listening to the Fantasy Throwdown Podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and all other major outlets. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, 
fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.